0: Hello and welcome to another Bertie and Paul podcast Hi Bertie, how you doing?
1: I'm doing fine, Paul, how's things alright?
0: Yeah, fine, 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 yeah, good, great weekend good. The actually hearts,
1: The Hearts bandwagon rolls on, Paul, yeah, eh?
0: 15, 15 points 15. 5 wins out of 5 Yeah, yeah There you go, eh? Oh, oh sorry, there's my alarm, off. my alarm's off <laughs> 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 sorry <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, the best team show in the world. There you are. Yeah. The
0: old tap, the old jab boys <laughs> Did you hear that challenge? Did you see the, did you hear the challenge? For their the, the goal, goal, I mean. <clears throat> Oof. Oof. it was so. I, was, I
1: thought, see to be honest, I thought that big boy, I thought it was a fool.
0: Yeah, I thought it, the guy
1: had led with studs. I don't know if you've seen it, you actually seen the picture of the the guy's ankle, the goalkeeper's ankle, it Trevor started. Carson, after it after it got done. Did you see it? No, I
0: didn't. I heard about it, but I heard about it. it
1: pretty horrific.
0: So hearts are top of the table. Celtic are Celtic gave us a a fun filled entertaining Friday night of phenomenal fast flowing football.
1: Mediocrity. <laughs> it's,
0: uh, yeah, lots of people are beginning to fall off the the Brendan Love train. Looks well, it, but looks so you're gonna you're gonna be wait, sorry. okay we'll start we'll start we we'll always start, we'll start Friday night uh football and uh go for
1: it. Friday night football, I thought the first half uh Mirren were definitely the better side. Uh I thought Olivia and Cham, the, the, the probably the talking point of the game, Olivia and Cham getting sent off. Uh Rogers come in or his interview after the game was saying that he couldn't understand why Cham was sent off, and I, I just I just don't I don't get it. I think Cham get booked early on, and then I think he'd maybe five or six fouls after he get booked, and he was walking an absolute tightrope. And then it's the most stupid foul I've ever seen. I mean, there's absolutely no need for him to slide in, and it's the old one. It's the old one. You give the referee a decision to make, isn't it?
0: Well, well, we, we were. Uh, I was talking to my brother uh, uh, Chung said that it was like, and like Cham had said, he'd, he'd a night out planned and He's, like, <laughs> and he's on a Friday night and if he got, he was playing football. We've, we've all been there. And he thought, I said, that's what I carry on. And just run about like ah, uh, just get myself sent off. Sent off and get his glad rags on and get yourself down to Glasgow somewhere or, or Edinburgh uh, and, go and enjoy yourself. Because he just looked like he wanted a night out, didn't he? Friday night. He
1: just looked as if he didn't want to be there, didn't he?
0: No. Yeah. Which hopefully is just one of those sort of strange things when you get when you play with youngsters. You don't get that sort of consistency. But I'm hoping, yeah, he just, he just wanted to set it off. That was it. Simple Aye. as that. There's no if he'd been and, set it off. He could be set off like three or four times. I mean, I know it's Andrew Dallas, but uh, and charm just wanted to get set off. He was just one of those nights. He's running a bit like Aye. Maddie.
1: That's what it was. With the looks of things, that's what it was. And to be honest, I mean, I don't know what you think yourself, but I, I don't think uh, Edward had too clever a game either. I thought he looked as if he just maybe could have been bothered either. But saying that, he didn't get an awful lot of the ball and he didn't get a lot of service. So, I don't know, what did you think of Edward then, Paul? I
0: I, I think one of the, the sort of moments of the game was right at the, right at the, the dying minute when Griffiths got the ball... He was just the ball was just not forward, and Griffiths just turned around and put it in the back of the net. Yeah, quite simple, no messing, straight ball right through. Griffiths turns, slightly offside, scores. Yeah. So that's what you call. I think it's a word called service, and you pass the ball yeah. to your strikers, and your strikers score goals. Which uh, we seem to, we seem to not want to to get the ball up the pitch that often. So, I don't think you can you can blame. Edward, but to be honest we lacked lacked any sort of uh, I think I've put a note down here impact, we didn't play with any, I don't think impact is a word, but it's definitely there uh,
1: There was no tempo in the game there was no urgency it was all very pedestrian it looked as if you're just knocking the ball about and not really bothered whether you score or not, there was nobody grabbing the game by the scruff of the neck and and try to drive the game forward, you know. There was no wee spark there either to, to kind of beat a player or take somebody on. I don't know. I mean, is it, again, whether it's missing the Armstrong or missing an Armstrong run or is, I don't know, a Paddy Roberts beating two guys down the left-hand side and putting a ball in. I, I don't know. But there's something missing and there's been something missing, I think, for the past two seasons.
0: Well, I, I wrote down two names we you can maybe I wrote down. We're giving them, we're giving them the best. We're giving the best. We're giving them a lot of money. They've got. He's got enough. He's got enough players on the pitch to win the game. But I watched it. My uh, my daughter was uh, at a birthday party on Saturday. It just happened that Liverpool Spurs was on as well. So Liverpool uh-huh. Spurs was in the background, and all I seen was from Liverpool was one or two passes in the back, and then springing it down the wings or trying to feed somebody in. In the middle of the park and trying to get that ball as quickly out to their, their front three or the front two as quickly as possible. I mean, Rogers talks about again a little leak during the week, saying, "Oh, it's only a matter of time before English clubs come chaper." I think he said that. He said, "It's, it's." But I'm wondering now. I was I think
1: it was Danny Murphy.
0: Yeah, Danny Murphy said it, but but certainly, if you watch the Liverpool team now, they play with just they're just. And, just they want to get, and they want to get that ball forward quickly. And Celtic at the moment just don't have that. They just do not want to get that ball. Celtic, the first 20 minutes, should be battering Anton Ferdinand. And they
1: should be taking him apart.
0: Southend signing comes up and plays and plays like Barese at the back.
1: He strolls through the game.
0: Strolls the game, walks off to a rapturous reception. It doesn't matter. Three at the back, five at the back, Are but playing one striker and not giving him the ball, there's no point in playing a striker then, is there? We really no. should be... I wrote down two names, the Blast and the blast. George Alberts and Alan, Alan Thompson. So both these types of players weren't that great skillfully. Like Alan Thompson was never the best mid... He was never going to be the next Paul McStay. No. George, George Alberts was a terrible midfield player. But what they gave you was... They gave you that sort of 13, 14 goals... One-nil games, they just charge forward with the ball, smash it in the back of the net. Yeah, I agree with you. Celtic don't have that type of player anymore. No, or, we don't. Or, or, or we do have that type of player. We just don't let. We have to play under the philosophy of of another system. But the system only works. The system can work uh, if if we get lesser teams playing against us, which we showed against. Uh, part of thistle when we started overlapping and got some good goals. But yeah. once once a team starts to get comfortable, then it's 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 it seems to be very easy to play against Celtic just now. And also this this nonsense of we only lift our game for, for Rangers is just nonsense. We talked about it two weeks before about this is a big month for us. Celtic have got the players to win these games. I don't I don't but, think there's any doubt about that. Well some people say we don't some people saying would say we don't we don't we lack strength and depth. They probably do up front, but Celtic should be able to play mm-hmm. and absolutely give it to Murray. If Simon were run ragged for the first thirty forty minutes, then they would never have won that game. And it, it doesn't matter all different types of balls out of the box, threading through long balls. And we've got a nine million pound striker up front who didn't get to touch the ball. I just I know. Like that, just it just it's just the way I feel about it. Just now, You're just thinking, let's just get on it. Let's just get going. Never mind passing the ball around the back fifteen times. Let's just get that ball into the mixer, and let's see what happens.
1: Yeah,
0: they gave you that. We we knocked it in the channels for him. We don't have it. But we're gonna to have to find some some way of winning these games. Because guess what? These games are gonna happen. Monotonous. These games are gonna be happening. Every yeah, second it's week.
1: it's every second week. Yeah, yeah every away game that's what you're going to get. That's what you're going to go up against. It's Kelly, as you said, Kelly and Saturday, Sunday. Sorry, that will be that will be very much the same. Yep,
0: yeah, exact same.
1: But the only the only problem you've got the problem you've, that that give give you is Colmarnock will get Chris Boyd up front. Somebody that, will, that that can that can score a goal. Yeah, you may
0: play I don't that. think.
1: I, I think St. Mirren, if, if, if I'm right, I think St. Mirren haven't scored for the past four or five games or something.
0: Yeah, Livingston have scored more goals than us this year, than
1: yeah. Celtic. And Celtic, I mean, we're, we're very, as you know, we're very, very vulnerable at the back and the, the, the quick breakaway. Yeah, well, uh, we've not
0: lost a goal in a couple of weeks, you know what I mean? But the, 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 the back, it's, it's it's the fact that our our, our players at the back, it's so many touches to the ball. I know. We, there was one. There was one. Like I sat and watched the whole game, and at no time did I think Celtic were scoring. No time did I think, and that's shocking. You, you go, I, I was. I was going to look up loads of stats and say how do we compare to Ronnie Dyer's season? How do we compare to to Gordon Strachan's third year in town? What's our sort? Of, and I thought to myself, no, let's just look at gut feeling. You're watching the game, and your gut's telling you.
1: And uh, that was, you score? What,
0: what about sixty minutes? Colin, Colin McGregor gets the ball. There's a break on he is in front of three or four St Manning players and I'm shouting at him as if I'm at, the, I'm at the grounds? going, just run, run they're behind you now, we've got a break on the St Manning players run past him he turns back and we recycles the ball that's now, right I was like, that's it then that was me, that was it, that, that was our chance just Aye. to get moving, that's a chance Boata's header, St Manning had more shots and stuff like that, better chances but head header's fine, but it's just a big sort of loop in the header with no power. But that's that's it's just not good enough. And, and Celtic have got the players and they can change their philosophy easily. Two days of just saying, look, we need to get a grip of this, this league now. Because Pat Bonner was talking and saying, well, when, when does Celtic start to get worried? And, oh, wow, Celtic start to get worried when we play Harps again. And... I, I I am never been one for taking things for granted. Celtic should never take anything for granted, ever. And if we have to change the philosophy no. of, of a manager to win the league, then we change the philosophy of the manager. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's, it's there's, something's missing. I don't know what it is. Something's missing, and need to address it. Yeah. So. Without so, a
0: doubt. Any more. So football happened, Rangers won the weekend, Glorious Hearts won, Naismith scored, Rangers Rangers always look good in the highlight spot, don't they? And uh
1: Yeah, they do. But I mean just just to, to, to go to the Rangers game a I minute. Mean, uh Rangers obviously at the weekend but I've seen, I've seen that quote again. I don't know whether I've, I don't know we've spoke about it uh, in the previous pods. Um D, I mean, Neil McCann won't be judged at these games at, at Ibrox and, and no. Celtic Park. He won't be judged in these games. No, But, I mean, that's just absolute nonsense. Absolute nonsense. So, what are you supposed to do? Just go out with gay abandon and just, ah? does it make any difference? Jockstein says the same three points for beating Kilmarnock and Livingston as you do for beating Glasgow Rangers, so surely did they get the same three points for beating Rangers as they do for beating Livingston or Hamilton or St Johnston? or Motherwell round about them. So why did they not get judged against Rangers? Yeah, but it's just
0: it's just cliches. Is it okay?
1: just? Is it just? Is it just? Is it just a peepee? Same at Celtic. I mean, Livingston won't get judged against games at Celtic. but why not? Yeah.
0: Your man Ormond, Ormond Kearney, he brought a magician in during the week
1: magician Yeah, I wonder if I wonder if he get paid the same way as the the Ibrox face painter. No, maybe. <laughs> I
0: think
1: he's still looking for his money. The, Ibrox, the Ibrox face painter is he not? <laughs> yeah, face painter. I, was, the
0: uh, Ibrox face painter. That was a uh, uh, George Pete yesterday starting up the old, the old. Uh...
1: Yeah, uh, George Pete had a lot to say for himself. Did he not?
0: His biggest his biggest regret is taking a phone call. His biggest disappointment is taking a phone call from a club's chairman who told him to apply the rules. Yeah, <laughs> that's his biggest regret. That's his biggest, biggest regret. And the fact is, he didn't. He just done it anyway. He's like, oh, so he regretted taking a phone call from a chairman who told him to apply the rules of the league. And he told him. Um, not going to apply the rules of the league.
1: Aye, no, I'm not going to do it.
0: See, so, so I don't know what he's, 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 hes regretful of taking the phone call, or I don't know. I, I, strange, I don't. I, it's
1: strange, a strange, strange, it's a strange, strange, strange
0: thing. Um, yeah. So we have, we ha- we are where we are. We've got we've got a new well. I was looking at the new Armstrong Opal Flex, or if I can never say his name right. Yeah, uh, Okoflex, Yeah. He he played well for the under twenty ones. And uh, the steering guy as well, David Arzani. He,
1: he scored a he, he scored he scored, scored a, free a free kick.
0: kick. So Opel Flex wants to now play for Celtic before he's seventeen. He's, he's Irish as well, which I didn't realize. It's in Kevin's boys' club, and uh, Arzani as well. They, they seem to well. Your fingers crossed that these guys come on. I mean, they said he was he's miles behind in training, but if he scored for under twenty ones. He he? Callum McGregor saying Ryan Christie's the new, it could be New Bendelli. No, I, so. like,
1: I like Ryan Christie, I don't so, know, I, I just, so I, like. I like Ryan Christie. He come yeah. on, he, he came on in the, the European game against, uh, I think it was Ake Athens, and he was brilliant, he came on, he done really, really well. Yeah, and I
0: like him as well. He does a lot,
1: He does a lot of running. And but it's no pointless running if you know what I mean. Now you get these players, it's pointless running. It's no pointless running. He's a, he's it's good, good player. It's good closing down. It's good stuff. I mean, he was brilliant with Aberdeen as well, but he was out loan at the game. So I think I ah, hopefully, hopefully, Christie gets a bit more, more game time. Yeah, I hope so as well. I hope that he's, he's. Uh, I, I
0: just, I just again, I'm one of these people that just. Well, that's the, the thing is like. Uh, Saint Mirren bought a player there. Hearts just bought Sean Carroll or Sean. They just bought a guy there who, who Lee Griffiths was taking. Sean Carroll. Sean. Yeah. So uh-huh. they're buying players and Celtic seem to be happy with their lot. And so the Ryan Christie has to play for Celtic because, it, it, as far as I can see, Edwards and Griffiths can't really play together, or, or we will not be allowed to play together. So. Need to have another striker to play. It was going to be yeah. Ryan Christie or Mikey Johnston or I don't know. It's got to be someday. because we will not buying another striker. We don't. We don't Aye. seem to be in the market for another striker. So he'll have to. He'll have to step up. You know. Ah, I will do. So, I think I
1: think he's got it in him. I think he just looks desperate to play. So hopefully,
0: hopefully he's funny, there. The other funny thing we forgot to talk about on Friday was that. The holy goalie was in the crowd.
1: The holy goalie in the crowd, yeah. And this was the innocent murin
0: end. I don't know, but it, well it, it looked at me, but it's just that the fact that we're all grown men and you still you still get a buzz when you see somebody you know. I see, see it, you see your me a hey, the holy crowd. I was show my mum the video. Show my mum the video, go there, there the It Pure made my <laughs> night, I mean. <laughs> 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 so especially when like your man's chatting away and you know, all this, and Chris Sutton, and you just see your mate in the background, you're thinking, you just see the holy I mean, goalie behind him. It's just fantastic. Uh, we have to, I mean, we, like we, you have to look at it. Your gut feeling just now is Celtic are not in a sort of, they're not in a really good place because we're we're not really performing against the, the smaller teams where we should be really winning these games. Rosenberg game. Rosenberg have played really well. Have scored over 20 goals. Have topped their league. They've done really well yeah. since they stopped playing against us. So this sort of thing that Rosenberg will be the light touch of the, the group uh, might might be might be a false dawn. Celtic don't usually win group games when we start off. We always seem to start off slow as well. So, so I So I think Rosenberg I hope,
1: Rosenberg will be a very difficult game. But I mean, it's it's one of these ones where you know a lot about. Rosenberg, so he should hopefully be able to get a win, get off to a good start in the Europa League.
0: Yeah, well, I'm hoping, well, fingers crossed it happens. But certainly, certainly, let's go back to my favourite club then. The, the whole... The jambos. Celtic, the Celtic Rangers bubble in Scotland, plus all these European games, is there a better chance for perhaps to, to stick on a bit of pressure?
1: Well, talk about the... the the Packy Bonner thing. Um, mm-hmm. Hearts play, they go to the Ibrox on the 7th of October yeah. and they play Celtic on the 3rd of November. Now, I think in October, they also play Aberdeen at Tynecastle Castle and they've also played uh, Hibs as well. I don't think that might be Easter Road. So, yeah. if, they, if they come out after the Celtic game, if they come out and they're still there or thereabouts, then I think, I think you've got to say they're... You've got a better idea. You, that, that, there's another cliche for you, Paul. You've got a, be, you get a better idea after 10 games. you got a better idea after 10 games, 11 games, where the, how the league's going to pan out. After it
0: settles down. Just aye, before, after it settles down. Just before Christmas, after it settles down, you'll know who the run, runners and riders are.
1: Aye, you will do, aye. Blah, blah. <laughs> Heart, hearts, hearts just
0: look good, don't
1: they? They do. Hearts look really, really good. There's... Juventus, Barcelona, Paris Saint Germain, and Hearts, Paul.
0: Mm-hmm. 100% stat. Yeah. And they don't there have wee Naismiths. They don't have Naismiths. He had this chat as well. They, they, they talk on the radio. They say, and Hearts have had to do with losing Berra and also losing Le- uh, What do you call it? What was his name? I uh, Lafferty, Kyle Lafferty. They've lost, lost Lafferty. Like, no, 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 no. They decided to sell Lafferty. I, mean, I haven't lost them. So he's
1: looked in the back of the couch. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: he's
1: he's gone. He's moved on to another club.
0: So so, so Celtic just need just now they need a good result in Europe, and they need to just up up the ante. Let's just get moving, get going, and kicking on.
1: But so, again, it's one of these ones where. If it was me and I was a player and I was playing in Europe on Thursday night, the last place I would want to go on Sunday at half-past 12 is a plastic pitch at Rugby Park.
0: We've well, not beat them yet. We've only scored one goal against them, haven't we? Aye. So we better get moving. I know. Anyway, and that's, that's why they the paid thing? the big bucks. That's why they're all, they all getting new contracts and they're all earning 30, 40 grand a week to, to beat teams like Kilmarnock and win us well, the league. So that really, this is really... What, it starts to boil down to we have to start to win these games, you know? But well, I mean, I, I know it's, it's again, it's it's
1: another old cliche, it's one of the ones that's been spoken about a lot this season. I had a plastic pitch, I had a plastic pitch. But see, at the end of the day, everybody knows it's a plastic pitch. You just need to deal with it.
0: Yeah.
1: There's no point in saying, ah, it's a plastic pitch, so we just don't bother trying. It's a plastic pitch. You just need to go and win the game. You just need to deal with it.
0: Yeah, we have to. I mean, like, yeah, like, like maybe we should get a magician in do some card tricks.
1: Aye, maybe we should. die. maybe or maybe the the SFA should get a magician in to see yeah. what they're going to do. See, see what they're going to raise the the ninety million pound for the refurbished Hamden
0: They bought it for. They got it for like a song. So my my question as well is, what was like they buy it off Queen's Park, knock it down, and put a car park on it? You know what I
1: mean? Oh well, that's the thing.
0: But, or, yeah. b- well,
1: well, I don't know. We don't know because I don't know if you heard there, uh, James McFadden. Oh, he's
0: he's he's
1: very James, intelligent. Apparently, apparently, what they're going to do is they've bought Hamden, but apparently, what they're going to do, now do is is ground the grounds. Yeah, they can't. It gives
0: them
1: what, that gives them that option. I uh, but ah, uh, uh, but it gives them the option. But I mean, just like, do you go on holiday, Paul?
0: That's what he said.
1: Yeah. Do you go on holiday? Do you go on holiday? sometimes. Well, well, what's stopping Scotland going hard around the grounds? Ah, James, be quiet. shut up! <laughs> Just sit the next couple of plays out, James, eh? But he's Honestly. to
0: fight his corner.
1: And he, keeps, he kept going on and on and on about it. I know. And you're like, ah, James, please stop talking. Please, I'm actually getting pretty embarrassed for you. Please stop talking about it.
0: So basically, the, arg- the argument or the theory was, and and BBC's uh yeah, sports sports whatever they were saying, look, the fact is that they've bought a stadium, but they don't they're not telling us what they're gonna do with it. They've got guys to put in money, but we still don't know what's gonna to happen to Hamden. Nobody knows. Yeah. And then, but because they've bought it, presumably they're gonna to have to play in it now. Uh-huh. And the money because they're skint.
1: And yes.
0: James Fadden saying, No, they're, they're gonna go around the country. That gives them the option gives them the option to sponsor this... I don't know, I, It just
1: sounds all a bit dodgy to me. I I mean, it really does. But then, but what I didn't like, what I didn't like was that basically the the, the panel in the studio was James McFadden, Michael Stewart, Tom English and Daryl Broadfoot. Mm-hmm. Now, I think, I don't know about you, but I think Daryl Broadfoot, there's a touch of this at the Gordon Strachan's about Daryl Broadfoot. Daryl Broadfoot thinks he knows absolutely everything and... He's talking to guys that have very, very low intelligence that don't know anything about football. He said,
0: to, he said don't condescend me to Michael
1: Stewart. I, was
0: like, I did. He did. But then it's like, right, what's, what's
1: happened with Hamden? Well, as you know, Hamden, Scott, the SFA is all about the member clubs. And you will like, see if I hear all this nonsense about member clubs and all this tripe again, Darrell, just mm-hmm. give it a bye, man. Give it up. Can you not just answer the question without saying without saying? Oh look, I know what's going on. I'm the man. I know everything about it. Dale, you clearly don't. You don't know what's going on at the SFA, but you try and make yourself sound as if you do.
0: But also that just, the, the the thing about players saying you've never experienced something you walk out against Holland or three o'clock kickoff. they're not the guys that spent 30
1: quid to sit and roll and watch the back of a board we we haven't we we haven't as fans we haven't experienced walking out at Hamden against Holland or Spain or or played in a cup final or a semi-final at Hamden. but if you if you take it and flick it round Mm -hmm. the players aren't the ones spending 40 50 60 quid to sit below the surface of the pitch
0: it's it's a, it's just it's, it's just a social disgrace they get away with that, and they built a brand new stadium for themselves in the middle, and then they yeah. just put they put the scum on the side. It's shocking. And like, then wheelchair people can't watch the game either. Like what's going on? What days, day? It's only twenty years ago they did it, and then you get the like and saying, "Oh, it's the best atmosphere." You walk out, and then your man uh, Gordon pleat as well saying, "And oh, that's that's that's." If if Scotland start winning, then the fans will come back. The atmosphere will be there. But they're still they're still sitting in an inferior place. Aye, they're, they're still, still sitting in a, a rubbish stadium. But that's okay, James. We can all clap our hands and go, "Well done, James, for your career that didn't really do much." But you scored a goal against Paris. That you're talking about for the rest of your life. But we all clap you. But we can't see because we're in row two, row eight, B, e, and we can only see the back of our boarding.
1: Aye, but we're paying it. your wages, James. But that's fine. You knock on, me, man. I mean? Aye, that's it. It's, it's the, the do you call it the romance? The romance of Hamden. You know what I mean? The romance that's of Hamden. Absolute nonsense. Absolute. Absolute duff. tripe. But yeah. see, the thing is, as well, right? You, you 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 just touched on a point there as well, Paul. Touched upon it like Alec Ray. He touched upon points. <laughs> now, the you've touched upon a point about uh, the stadium. The stadium was only built twenty years ago. Yeah. Right. So. How how did somebody get away with building a stadium like that twenty years ago? Celtic Park was built. Celtic Park was built around the same time because if you remember rightly, Celtic went to Hamden for a year when Celtic Park was getting redeveloped, yep, right?
0: 95.
1: So you look at Celtic Park, right? And you're like, right, okay, fantastic stadium, mm-hmm. right? So that's 20, that's in the same era as Hamden. You look at Ibrooks, Ibrox was built early yeah. 80s, early yeah. 80s and Ibrooks is a cracking stadium so if they're saying Scottish, that the, the Hampton needs redeveloped and all the rest of it then how did they get away with that? How did they get away with building the stadium like that? Who signed off? Who was the guy that signed the cheque and said
0: that's what I want, Hampton like that? They just don't care, but they just don't care, it's funny. It's absolute nonsense it was, the other thing was funny I, I listened uh, for my sins again for Stuart Cosgrove and Tom Cowan I just was I just had to listen to it I was I was missing my addiction <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Lord Willie Hoy was on yeah. the program as well and it's really funny hearing people call like a guy with a Glaswegian accent Lord you know what I mean Lord you know, Willie Hawkey, yeah, aye. he seems to and it just seems strange he seems to have just ponied up with some cash Nothing, aye,
1: I, I mean, I don't no, know. With there's, nothing, there's with nothing
0: on it. There's no strings aye,
1: attached. Aye, that, that there's something in that. There's
0: got to be. Sounds strange to me. But then
1: the, 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 there you go. There's there's another one you've just touched upon. Another point, Paul, as as Alec Ray says. The the <laughs> or <as Barry> says bet he says. hockey. I don't know if you heard the interview. You probably have heard it. When <laughs> he starts talking <laughs> about the the two and a half million pound, right, yeah. that him and uh, Tom Hunter put in,
0: yeah,
1: right. Now, again, it's, it's another one of the one right out of the Daryl Broadfoot school, where the guy I can't remember who's actually interviewing him, and he says to him, so. Uh, you've put £2.5 million pounds into Hamden yeah, yeah, I've put £2.5 million pounds into Hamden, I'm a great guy that's, that's, uh, I've, I've just it's just a sort of big grand gesture sort of thing right, and then the guy says so, we've, we've also heard that Tom Hunter is, is going to half it with you and he says, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah Tom, I've spoken to Tom, he he likes what we're doing, I'll have some of that right, and then he says, so presumably then, it's it's like £1.25 million each then Mm-hmm. And he says, "Well, I, I don't really know the ins and outs of it, you know. I don't know the whole deals. I don't know what's going on. But if that's what you're telling me, one one point two five each, then then I'd suppose yet. And you're like, well, if he's putting half of it in, you're putting half of it in.
0: It's one point two five million each, isn't it? Not? But also as well, also as well, it's it's in the middle of Glasgow. It's a five million deal for, I, I for it's a Queens Park, it? But it's a prime site." That's it. Like, like five million quid. Like who else? Why is your national stadium? Who else was? Who else? I mean, only in Scotland. I, didn't, I thought because I lived in Ireland, this only happened in Ireland. Think about it. How much land did they bought for five million quid?
1: I know.
0: It's so Queens Park didn't want to sell it to anybody else. They could. I mean, Queens Park could play. They could play the local pitch for all they're much Amateur club.
1: That's right, aye, Lesser yes. Hamden, they play they've got a real be set up at Lesser Hamden.
0: So five million quid, it just doesn't sound
1: No, right? it it doesn't. It doesn't.
0: It's like me and you could do Wembley and buying Wembley and Wembley's in the middle of London for like fifteen million quid and a am like, oh, that's a good deal. You're like, no, oh, no, it's not. What I
1: don't what I don't I obviously obviously I don't don't pretend I don't pretend to know everything about the deal I don't pretend to know everything about the SFA. But uh, to me is Hamden Hamden not worth more to Queen's Park if, they ha- if they're hiring it to the SFA rather than selling them to f- for £5 million? Yeah, big time. If big you know what time. I mean. Big time. So I, I just it's just a strange, strange deal. Yeah. I, it really is.
0: It's a bit weird. So look, we're, 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 we're getting passionate about Hamden. I, I was trying to stay off this topic and you're ramming it down my throat. <laughs> also, last week, <laughs> there's a lot of feedback from the podcast when when you decided to name every defender in Britain, <laughs> <laughs> and I missed out too. Uh, Marty Claire said you missed out too. But when you, when, you, when you mentioned Willie Miller, Willie <laughs> Miller <could play laughs> to <the> Charlie McGrew, <laughs> and then there's rumours that there was people saying that rumours that Charlie was coming back. Oh, I, 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 I've I, heard that. That even the yeah. podcast podcast, like we'd have to do like a a patron's own podcast where you just talked about Charlie McGrew the whole game. I
1: mean, if Charlie if Charlie <laughs> McGrew come back, I would, would never darken Celtic store again. I think that, I mean, would just be, that would just tip me over the edge. I think it's
0: over the edge. Aye. Also, also you were you were you were spotted in East go A about art- recognition about recognition this week an autograph hunter got us, yep. I also think just before we started. I too met somebody from East Bride at the weekend. I always think the scent. My 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 mother is from East Bride and uh, my dad's from Hamilton. But I always think the sense of the world is East Cobray. I I just yep. <laughs> I think East Bride is such an interesting place. Uh, yeah. So and I just love it. I've always liked East Bride. How many good nights did you have out in crystals? Did that take you to? Crystals Aye. When you were a young lad. I, I think it. I
1: think it, I think it was in crystals once or twice.
0: Yeah. I I love crystals.
1: Aye,
0: I absolutely was good. Loved it. Although love the palace had all the the mod cons, crystals was great
1: fun. Aye, the the
0: So I, I always think the world starts and ends in School Parade, and it's always a, it's always good. You always meet good people there. But you you were out, you were you were in school Parade. Maybe doing. In East I was out
1: as as I say, you know, doing about doing a, a spot of shopping, uh, and uh, I was approached by, by, a, by a young man. There's Bertie the podcast, man. That's <laughs> Chrissy Dixon.
0: The be- the so, best of it, your
1: life I, had the best day of my life, recognised for for my for my podcasts. Um, So, as as a, as I gave Chrissy Dixon a couple of autographs and a couple to hand out to his friends and that, you know, he was uh, he was telling us how he actually came across the pod, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it, it, it was actually through uh a, a, sort of one one a, a guy I went to school with who now stays in New York. You can't name. And, aye, the, the trick are, Michael Watson, the trick, the trick stays in New York, right. and uh, his good mate in New York is a guy called Alan, who is Chrissy Dixon's best buddy.
0: What did Alan, who did Alan used to look after?
1: Alan, did, did Al,
0: Alan used to work in the news? I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. the Glory Days. Aye, the Glory Days. We, meet, uh, we you, is the place to be. We used to sit there, like, why do they not play more? more tunes in Anneals and then... Aye. Remember? We're so wide-eyed and bushy... T- I still get pictures of us in 1998 in an Aye. Great One times. in a row. One in a row, <laughs> yeah. Great times. <laughs> so it goes, to, it goes to Alan and... and okay. And it then, goes
1: to Alan and then Alan forwards onto on to, to, to Chrissy Dixon.
0: And it's funny as well because it's not the first time uh, Alan was mentioned because... Uh, uh, Andrew Hamilton wanted to pass it over to him as well. So East Bride is the buzz, is the as the world that we that we should maybe I'm gonna move there, I think.
1: Aye, we need to explore Parts more of East School Bride.
0: Ma- and Terrace, go to the Murray again, you know? Yeah. So we're delighted that Chrissy Dixon's listening. I'm delighted. I've got two stories of East School Bride and Chrissy Dixon. I might as well give him a story. Yeah. Chrissy Dixon was always he's a good football player. But he's also a good actor. Because I used to have to look after him. Like I had to go and watch Chrissy Dixon. And Chrissy Dixon was really good at just kidding on. He was knackered. So it'll be like 40 minutes into the game and I'll be thinking, Chrissy Dixon's tired here. He's tired. I'll just just let him go. You know that way? Because I think uh, Chrissy Dixon's knackered. Then the ball would go over the back of me. And Chrissy Dixon would usually score. He doesn't score... Now, well, Chrissy Dixon scores. was one of
1: these players. That, it wasn't a, a great goal scorer. It was a scorer of great goals.
0: goals <laughs> aye. and I'd be standing, <laughs> I'd be thinking, oh, he's knackered, he's knackered." I'd let him go. The ball would come over the top, and Chrissy Dixon would score a worldly. And then I'd spend the whole car journey home like, well, "I can't believe you, bet Chrissy Dixon, scored again." <laughs> be, he, he was knackered. <laughs> like he was, the man was on his knees. Aye, and then he would always score a worldly against me, so. I think uh, the the I think the the podcast heading should be uh, Dixon the di- the difference. Aye, <laughs> Dixon the difference. don't like Chris Nelson, you know. And that, the last <laughs> one, the last one, I suppose before we finish, then is a, a story about your school bride. And sto- I've told this story hundreds of times, and people don't people don't uh, they just can't follow me. We used to go to the ice skating on a Friday night. Yeah. When we were young, that's chaps. right. Yeah. And we used to skate around ice skating. <laughs> I try, I, yeah. <laughs> to, to, to pop music, to, to, to tunes. That's right, yeah. That's, it, it, that's great it, it was ice skating disco. Uh-huh. We used to skate round and round and round and round and, round and listen to whatever was the, the fair of the day, the songs of the day. Aye. And I've told this to many people. I like telling this story to people maybe an island or wherever I'm at, right? and nobody, nobody, they just look at me as if, as if what, what? what do you do? What? You went to the ice skating rink, and you skated round. Listen that's right, the, yeah. I, 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 I See to be honest, that's still, that's that's still there, that still happens. and he's to that still Hams. I that's <laughs> still hams. Aye. And that's I, still I, on the go at the minute, as far as I'm aware anyway. I used to love the ice skating rink, go round and round and round, but, You must have been round about a thousand times listening to...
1: (laughs) Listen to, what do you call it? Or what do you call it, the band again?
0: Rhythm, you're a dancer or something? Rhythm is a dancer, that's it, I, rhythm is a dancer. (laughs) Just coming about around East school ride. I'll be be cut (laughs) out. Never signed up for you singing on the podcast, Barry (laughs) old. Calm down. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yes, the world starts and ends, the school ride, Mike. My mother as well, I have to mention this as well, I know we're going a bit long, but my mother as well had to, I've got to mention the Scotland's women's team for qualifying for the World Cup. Yeah, Oh, well done to the, the women's side, yeah, well done. It also gets me that the last story is my mum and dad, I phone mum and dad, and mum and dad were listening to the last five minutes of the game, of course it's in BBC as Alba, Alba. Uh-huh. so it's, it's in Gaelic. It's right? in Gaelic, that's right, yeah. So I'm listening to it, driving down the road, mum and dad are like, We don't know what's happening. We don't know what's happening. I'm like, what what, what do you mean? It's all in Gaelic. We don't know if they're qualified. We don't know if they're qualified. John, John, are they qualified? I don't know, my man. I don't know, my nan. Let's run for like five minutes. I'm like, dad. So they're driving about Hamilton listening no, no, to the game in Gaelic and then, no no they're, they're watching the TV they're oh they're on the watching on the telly <laughs> I don't really know what's I happening don't know what's going on I don't know <laughs> if I've qualified mine I don't know what's going on just give me, give me five minutes Mom. Like, so I switched over of course obviously intelligent chap that I am not I switched over to listen to it on the radio then switched back on the, so uh-huh. they're, still, they're still on the car phone. I'm like, Dad, I think they've called for Oh, well, I think I have, son. I think I oh, have. <laughs> oh, but it's just this pandemonium for like 10 minutes. Mum and Dad shouting at BBC, I don't know. I don't speak <laughs> Gaelic. Like, I don't speak Gaelic, like <laughs> oh, well, my man. Oh, Jesus. You good to go, Barry? Yeah, that's us. That was fantastic. Thanks to Alan and Chrissy Dixon for listening yep. as well. Really appreciate it. And thanks for everybody else. Thanks for a holy golly for on the on the TV to, to warm our hearts on a miserable Friday night. And yep. uh, thanks everybody for supporting us. And uh, yep. we'll see you, week. Yep. see you next Thanks very much. See you next week. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Bye-bye. 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 bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.